I'm Mark McGuinness. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm going to share some ideas around how you can handle price increases on what it is that you're selling. This will be a short, powerful show on how to handle those price increases or to reduce your reliance on discounting. So today, I want to cover why we're being asked to stop discounting or why our businesses are asking us to dish out some price increases, then why we feel so reluctant to do it as sales professionals, and then lastly, you know, how can you actually make it super easy and, you know, when you're talking to your customers and still keep all of those customers? So right now, if you're like a lot of salespeople, you're faced with a situation of rising prices, not just from what you're paying from fuel, et cetera, but also what your business charges their customers. In addition, I'll bet your sales manager is probably also telling you to stop discounting or at least to discount less than you might have been previously. This can often be a real challenge for many of us who are used to selling in a certain way and at a certain price. In this short session, what I wanted to do was give you an opportunity to perhaps think a little bit differently about this situation and give you some tools to make this no big deal and remove the stress we often feel when confronted with rising prices and being faced with these challenging situations. Firstly, let's take a look at why we're being asked to increase prices and that we are selling goods or our services for. Simply, the cost to your business to produce whatever it is that you're selling, even if it's just service-based rather than product-based, is increasing. If your business simply doesn't pass these costs on, they're going to make less money. Then they need to decide if they're going to increase their prices or cut their expenditure. Now, if you've thought about asking for a pay rise or you have asked for a pay rise any time in the recent past, then chances are you're part of the reason the costs of what you sell is on the increase. Okay, why do we as sales professionals fear price increases or why do we get nervous when we're asked to limit the amount of discounting that we can do? In short, it's a thing called price anchoring. You see, once we set a price in our head, it's hard for us to change that price, especially change it upwards. If you're used to selling something being, I don't know, $450 per month and you had that standard everyday negotiation with your buyer. And by that, I mean, you know, they would tell you that you're too expensive and you go backwards and forwards and they'd ask for you to make it cheaper. And as a result uh, of those back and forth conversations, perhaps you ended up discounting it down from $450 a month to $420 per month, right? And these are just examples. Then your anchor point of what the product or service that you sell is worth $420 per month. And $450 per month is being a very good result. Now, let's say your CFO, CEO, or sales leader says, let's take that exact same thing that you're selling for $420 per month, and now we need to charge $515 for it, and you can only discount it down to as low as $495 per month. So it's exactly the same thing. Now it's just a touch more expensive. Salespeople in these situations often start to say things like, we'll never sell anything at this price. Have a look at our competitors. They're still at $420. We're never going to sell anything. This is a waste of our time. This is crazy. The important thing to remember here is to be aware of the damage that this self-talk is doing to your beliefs. And I talk about your pricing beliefs. Instead of this type of self-talk, we should be looking for the people who paid $450 per month previously and thought it was good value. I'm sure they exist and there are probably quite a few of them. Once you've thought about those clients, then ask yourself, would it still be good value for those clients at $515 per month? The answer is likely to be yes. 
You see, the stories we tell ourselves, particularly around pricing, set us up for the stories that we tell our prospects and clients. As the old saying goes, in order to sell something to somebody else, you must first sell it to yourself. If you don't believe what you sell is worth what you're charging, then you're getting your pricing beliefs from the wrong place. Chances are you're getting your pricing beliefs from the prospects who tell you it's too expensive or they tell you your competitors are better value or you get your pricing beliefs from the conversations you have with others in your sales team who are also complaining about pricing. These are all negative pricing conversations and they're deliberately working to push your pricing belief downwards. The deliberate building of pricing belief is the job of good sales leaders. It's super important work and it's not usually done very well. Okay, but how do you handle a discount request or an increase in your prices to an existing customer? So the trick is, like everything in sales, it's really about having a strategy and thinking two steps ahead of where you are today. Almost everything that happens in your sales process right now is a result of something that you did do or you didn't do one or two steps beforehand. For example, the objections um, that you get in one meeting are typically due to what you said in the last meeting or even the meeting before that. The reason you're getting ghosted now is you've not laid out a clear and agreed steps before you gave them the proposal. So what we do now impacts the steps, stages of the sales process in a meeting or two meetings time. Price discounting and price increases are exactly the same scenario. So how do you handle these? Early on in your meeting with your client, or even in the meeting prior, which is even better, ask the buyer what's going on in their business considering the increasing costs of everything. Right? So ask them, have they had to lift their prices? Are they even thinking about it? When will they need to do so? Are there any inputs increasing in costs that are important to them right now? Are they worried about losing any of their clients as a result of increasing their prices? And if so, why? And if not, why not? If they're not increasing their prices, how are they managing to maintain their margins? You see, the vast majority of business leaders today are thinking, and if they're not thinking, they're worried, about this very thing right now. And asking these questions gives you two very clear benefits. Firstly, they're simply great questions that help you understand more how your clients run and how they think about their business. By you showing a genuine interest in their current situation, it's placing you as a trusted advisor. By the way, I read recently 72% of CFOs in APAC are worried about the increasing cost being placed on their business right now. I think this was from a Gardner report and it was May 2022, so it's quite current. Secondly, once they've finished complaining to you about the cost of stuff now, how it's hurting their margins and how they're going to need to increase their prices, you can outline that you're in exactly the same situation. And in fact, you're no longer allowed to offer discounts or perhaps not allowed to offer discounts as large as usual as a way of maintaining margin preservation to combat those very things that your client just spoke about. You see, it's hard for them to complain about your increasing prices if they've just told you that they're likely to do the same thing. And in today's market, everybody's focused with the same thing. So if you're about to be asked to increase prices and you've got a bit of pre-warning, one of the things that you can do, it's hard for them to complain about your increasing prices if they've just told you they're likely to do exactly the same thing. Now, if you're lucky enough that your organization has told you in advance that you're about to be asked to increase prices, so let's say you've got some notice, you can ask your client the exact same group of questions that we just shared and then say something like, 
you know, we're under exactly the same pressures. And in fact, we've got a small increase coming in the next quarter. I thought it was important to let you know as soon as possible. But importantly, you won't see a reduction in service levels. All that's going to remain exactly the same. So the more lead time you can give your clients around the impending um, price rise, the better off we're going to be. You see, in the same way we think, in the same way that we move difficult decisions and difficult tasks off to some time in the future, okay, even a few weeks can feel like it's a long way away. Typically, any time in the future means we will try to deal with it then and not now. Any timeline in the future means we'll try to deal with it then and not now. But think about it. If you're a buyer and you get a notification that the price has already changed, then we feel like we had no control over it or no choice over it. And if we feel like we've got no choice and no control, we're more likely to lash out and try and find a remedy and to the situation. And that remedy might mean finding another supplying or doing some shopping around. By giving them a timeline in advance, most people will likely to choose to do nothing, but they will at least have felt like they've had a choice, even if that choice was to do nothing. All right, one last thing. It's terribly important to be able to outline why the price rise must take place. Buyers need to justify the increase to themselves and their organization. Having a well-scripted and genuine reason that goes well beyond something like we just had to increase our prices will provide you with lots more cover. This works because we know if you give people a reason, even if it's almost any reason, it's typically enough for people to agree to. This is based off the research of the Harvard professor Alan Langer's Xerox study. If you want more details on that, simply give it a good Google. Okay, so what would our reason sound like? So it might sound something like this. As you probably know, synthetic rubber is a byproduct of petroleum, and that's impacted by the war in Ukraine. And that's what's pushing up our prices here. Something like that is probably all you need to say to make a simple justification for a price increase. All right, so let's do a quick summary of what you need to do if you're in, faced with price increases or reducing discounting. Understand why your company is lifting its prices. Number two, understand that you're hardwired personally to think it's too expensive, no matter what the price increase is, but it's just your anchoring bias and it's not what everyone else thinks. Thirdly, make sure you get positive pricing beliefs to offset your negative pricing beliefs. Fourth, tell your customers early and give them a reason why. So hopefully you're now much better placed and a little less scared of increasing prices. If you're not already signed up for my weekly VIP sales mailer, I'd like to invite you to join me and a couple of thousand other sellers. Every week, I send out a super short but jam-packed email with the absolute latest or best sales content I can find. There's no spam, no crap, just very good sales tactics you can use straight away. To join us, simply sign up over at markmc.co. And lastly, if you like this episode, please share it with at least one other person. This podcast is growing every week and it's my mission to get this into as many salespeople's ears as possible. If you can help me do that by sharing it with one other person, I'd really appreciate it. That's it for this week. I'm Mark McGuinness. Catch you next time.